It's so good to have you back at Mass. It's not expecting to be crying all through the beginning of Mass as a result of that, but here I am. But how appropriate it is that this first Mass back is the Mass, the feast in honor of the Eucharist, feast of Corpus Christi, the body and the blood of Christ. One of the things that I'm going to remember most from these months is Father Nil and I going through the neighborhoods of the parish with the Blessed Sacrament. Being a part of that was one of the most privileged experiences of my life. It was so great to see many of you and, and see where you live. It was very awesome to have FaceTime and, and real FaceTime with Jesus was six inches in front of my face in the monstrance. And it was just very moving to be able to pray and walk with him as he visited the different neighborhoods of our parish, visiting our people and homes. I was so moved as I walked and prayed and also very moved by the reaction that, that many of you had. It's not uncommon for people to have tears in their eyes as Jesus came by. So I guess tears in our eyes is what the Eucharist is. It's an encounter with a living person, with Jesus. Son of God, who freely gave himself up to death for our sake so that he could overcome the power of sin and death and show us the way to life. This is Jesus, the Son of God, who was raised up on the third day by the Father, who sent his Holy Spirit to give us strength, wisdom, guidance, so that we could be with him forever. The Eucharist is not some inanimate object, nice-looking symbol that vaguely reminds us of something. No, the Eucharist is Jesus himself, his very flesh, and blood. It's no more real than this. Last summer, a study was released saying how few of us Catholics understand what the Eucharist truly is. I hope that our fasting from him, our fasting from Jesus in the Eucharist these past three months has changed that. I hope our fasting has been a powerful experience of coming to realize how much we miss him, how much we love him, and even more importantly, how much he loves us. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, reminded the people of his day that, yes, in fact, what he's talking about in terms of the Eucharist is actually 
his flesh and blood. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. And the bread I give is my flesh for the life of the world. Our world certainly needs him. The past few weeks remind us of how far we have to go to live in unity with one another. The beginning point to remedy all these issues doesn't lie out there somewhere. There's no person with the magic solution or the one leader that's going to bring it all together. The answer is here. The answer is Jesus. Because he's the only one that's able to show us how to live, how to love, how to truly give of our whole selves in a way without bias, without an agenda, without a political party. He gives himself to us to show us the way. He's the one we need to find our way back to one another. He gives us himself so that as we receive him, we can over time become more and more like him so that we can let go of anything that's not of him and desire all the more his love, his mercy, his justice, so that we can be instruments to change our world as Christ changes us. And so it begins here with each of us. Do we believe that this indeed is Jesus? Do we believe that Jesus desires to remain in us so that we can remain in him? Do we desire to allow him to change us so that through us he can change and bring healing to our hurting world?